Hello, everyone. Welcome to Narcissism Recovery Podcast. My name is Yitz Epstein. I am a narcissistic abuse life coach. Today, I want to talk about my story, a little bit about what I have been through. I've had several people ask me about what I have gone through, what my experiences with narcissistic abuse, and I would be happy to share uh, what I have been through, a little bit of my story. Um, many of the podcasts I have more informational, but a lot of the experiences I have have led me to the insights that I have been able to discover about myself and therefore help others resonate and uh, and heal on their journey of recovery from narcissistic abuse. So to begin, uh, like you guys already know, my name is Yitz Epstein. I grew up in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I was a victim of narcissistic abuse by a covert narcissistic mother. Um, some would say, and clinically speaking, probably closer to a sociopath, but if we can scratch the label for a minute here, it's just somebody who lacked empathy, extremely cruel. My dad, extremely emasculated, had little sense of self, if any, completely lost himself to the dictator and tyranny of my mother over our household. I had six sisters um, and one little brother, and because of this imbalance of feminine energy in the, in the home, there was certainly uh, difficult to maintain any sort of uh, sense of self, especially as a male. I struggled with mental illness for the first two decades of my life. I would argue till now I still struggle with mental illness, but I'm certainly in a better place today than I have ever been. And um, a lot of the experiences of my youth ex- included uh, mental breakdowns, feelings of, dis- of wanting to end my life, uh, extreme anxiety, feeling dissociated, shutting down, feeling numb, uh, feeling vengeful, feeling s- extreme sadness, um, but ultimately never feeling comfortable as a, a who, who I was as a person. And when I discovered narcissistic abuse, which came about four years ago, I was uh, extremely shocked to understand that this is a specific regimen of abuse carried out by perpetrators who exploit others for a sort of supply, using them for their own personal benefit, regardless of how much harm others are caused. Some of the personal experiences most profoundly I had were the abandonment wound, being left at a, uh, at a campgrounds at the age of seven. I had a nervous breakdowns at the age of 13. I had several nervous breakdowns throughout my uh, teenage years. Um, at a certain point, I, created, I had a certain form of uh, inability to communicate. I had a sort of stutter, uh, all, I believe, stemming from this form of narcissistic uh, abuse. Growing up, there was extreme religious and spiritual abuse. Uh, growing up in a home where religion was everything, and we almost like a cult-like environment where we served uh, a sort of communal cause, uh, where other individuality was unacceptable, our individual needs were deemed worthless, unacceptable, and thrown out. Um, spirituality was used as a form of weapon. Uh, any form of god or higher power was used as a way of controlling. There was little empathy, as I mentioned, and everything was controlled. We were unable to express our feelings and ultimately wreaked havoc on any form of developmental uh, sense of building our, our, our sense of stability, our sense of self. Uh, extreme, emotionally, <clears throat> excuse me, excre- extreme emotional dysregulation, uh, incredible anxiety, sadness, uh, really just feeling suicidal for many, many, many years. I uh, I don't mean to dramatize, but I would say that many, many of the mental illness symptoms that exist today I have identified with personally, mostly because because of the uh, experiences that I have gone through. The um, extreme feelings of shame were incessant throughout my entire life, Uh, feeling worthless, feeling less than, feeling insignificant, and feeling invisible at times, Uh, feeling as if my needs did not matter, 
and ultimately having a family with many sisters certainly did not, or I should say many women, certainly did not do a whole lot in my development of a masculine sense of sexual identity. So I understand this is personal information, but I think it's important for people to understand that this is very common, and this is something that many, many people are struggling with and having a difficult time identifying the cause of their mental illness. It is my strong belief that because of my experiences, that's why I suffer from mental illness, I do not believe strongly, I do not believe that it is stemming from genetics. Now, it could be, very possible, and there are stats to say that it is possible that's the case. I don't strongly, I strongly do not believe. I believe that it comes from childhood trauma. I believe it comes from abuse, and the covert nature of narcissistic abuse, specifically what I have been through, makes it extremely difficult to identify why you are having the symptoms you are having. Many people describe feeling sexually or emotionally violated, but have never been touched. This is certainly uh, something that I've experienced because of the enmeshment that I had in this family unit, this narcissistic family unit. A term I like to use when referring back to my childhood, and specifically uh, early childhood is psychological prison or a hostage situation. Um, the the effects of inability to express myself and feel loved, cared for, and accepted by those around me, specifically my family, and most specifically my parents, created a sort of isolation that made me sort of lose my mind quite literally, and uh, hence the nervous breakdowns. And throughout my life, if there's something to, if there's, I'm often asked, how did you get through it? And one of the main techniques was dissociating. Um, one, of the one of the survival techniques of many victims of abuse, sex abuse, physical abuse, emotional abuse, narcissistic abuse, is the ability to disconnect from one's surrounding reality. I have an episode, a podcast on disassociation. Dissociation actually works in a very uh, help helpful way in order to disconnect from the pain around you. Uh, many would describe dissociation as flying away from your body and watching the abuse happen from outside. Uh, this is certainly something that I had experienced myself, and I am hearing time and time again from victims who have suffered from abuse that this is something they have been able to do. Uh, survival was just incredibly difficult, uh, emotionally speaking. All my physical needs were met, but that is certainly not uh, where the area I suffered in. It was mostly emotional, psychologically, spiritually, and feeling enough, feeling connected to those around me. It was only until the age of 25, so four years ago when I found out about narcissistic abuse, that I fully came to terms to un and understood that a lot of my symptoms were stemming from the abuse, uh, having a unloving, controlling, abusive, manipulating, and quite literally cruel mother, as well as having a family that absolutely could not uh, stick up for you, feeling alone, feeling as if, quite literally, the people who were meant to respect you and love you and care for you, or your enemies created and wreaked havoc on my mental and emotional health. And I'm seeing this as a pattern throughout as many people are realizing that a lot of the mental health issues that they're struggling from do not in fact stem from being in a terrible job or a terrible relationship, which it may certainly uh, be contributing to it, but mostly stemming from a childhood that it was riddled with abuse, trauma, neglect, abandonment, smothering, physical abuse, sexual abuse, verbal abuse, and any form of trauma and disconnect from mom and dad that left one feeling uh, disconnected from their reality. One of the most profound shifts and breakthroughs that I've had on my healing journey from narcissistic abuse, and I can honestly say that today I am in a better place than I have ever been, and that is the mind map therapy system. So I do mention this in almost all of my podcasts. I have a specific podcast on mind map therapy, 
And the reason I'm so passionate about mind map therapy is because it has helped me contextualize my trauma, get clarity on the way my childhood has affected me, and ultimately give me the clarity that I needed in order to navigate my life and, and ultimately identify the effects of the trauma and heal myself. Because what I have noticed is that when you heal your sense of your core sense of self, when you heal your attachment traumas, when you heal your wounds of childhood, you gain back your, your, your mental, emotional, psychological health. You feel more whole, more centered, more healthy, more happy, more joyous, and ultimately able to focus on who you, what you want to do, who you are as a person. And I can honestly say today that I'm blessed and grateful to be able to help people identify their childhood wounds as I was able to help, as I was able to identify mine. Uh, this has been profound for many people who struggle from all sorts of childhood abuse and not specifically narcissistic abuse. So as I continued through my healing journey, I um, was faced with many pitfalls. One of them was loneliness, isolation. One of them was feeling worthless, shameful. One of them was feeling quite literally gross as a human being, not enough, body shame, emotional uh, dysregulation, as I mentioned, and feeling totally out of control. And one of the, again, the main aspects that I have found is, is that when we get in touch with who we are as people, when we find out we are authentic sense of self and not the false version of reality that we are forced to create, we certainly are able to align with our authentic sense of self and be who you truly are. And again, I have a podcast on authenticity and alignment as a form of healing because the more I notice that the more authentic, the more truthful, the more from the heart I speak, the more me I could be and the more healthy and happy and content and aligned I am, which has helped me certainly uh, throughout my life. And even though I grew up in an abusive home, even though I've had severe emotional, psychological damage, spiritual damage from my, my mother specifically, but then many others along the way, um, I have been able to hold on to my core sense of self and maintain a sense of dignity within and not be a victim. And this is certainly the saving grace um, because there are many people who find that because of their abuse, they can't actually live the life that they are meant to live. They live their life as a victim, which is understandable because it's very difficult to overcome narcissistic abuse. And you, and you are a victim if you are a victim of narcissistic abuse, no doubt about it, in the worst way, I would say. But because we have choice, we have the ability to choose our own thoughts, our own feelings, our own vibrations, our own emotions, our own what to focus on. We have the ability to overcome any form of hor horrific abuse. As I look back on my youth and as I look back on all the things that I have been through to lead me here to, to, the day, to today, to where I am today, I have a sense of gratitude because I understand that abuse is not personal. When others are abusing you, they are hurting themselves. And it is your choice to take it personally and live like someone who is victimized and ultimately recapitulate that same dysfunction onto other people and, and, your, and God forbid, your future and your children. But when we take responsibility for ourselves, which is what I had to do as early as the age of, age of seven, being abandoned at, camp, at the campground that I mentioned, a sleepaway camp at seven, and then later on uh, having to uh, fight to have any core sense of self, this allowed me to really... Uh, be the strong individual that I am today because I am who I am. I am me, uh, which when you are you, you are as strong as you can be. You are aligned with your higher self. You are aligned with your true sense of power. You are aligned with you, your true love. And ultimately, that is uh, when we are living our full human experience. So I want to thank you for listening today. Thank you for allowing me to share my personal story with you. Uh, of course, the story goes on much longer. and I can certainly go into details, but not in this uh, limited time podcast. So uh, feel free to reach out if you are struggling. If my story resonates with you, 
If you feel like you have similarities with me, I'd be happy to help you along your journey by resonating my personal life and help you gain insight on what you have been through and um, the effects of your childhood trauma and how it's leading to a life today that's wreaking havoc and how it's causing chaos today. Um, if you ask me, what I, did I believe that I would get to this place that I am today? I would tell you, no way. Um, but I have proven myself wrong. I am happy, I am healthy, and I am in a wonderful place, mostly because of the work that I've done. This is certainly work. Uh, this, this mind map therapy, this journey to yourself, the journey to find yourself is not easy, but it's doable with someone who understands the journey and or someone who can relate the fact that this is not going to be an easy, quick fix. So again, thank you so much for listening. If you do need assistance on your healing journey, please do reach out. I can be reached at YITS, Y-I-T-Z, at psychologicalhealingcenter.com, by phone 252-696-4852. Once again, thank you so much for listening. Until next time, all the best.